This episode of ArcaSpeak is brought to you by Arcat. The one thing we all do in our practice is search the internet for content, right? Well, we want to let you know about Arcat.com. Arcat is an online resource devoted to bringing content to you, the building professional. They have huge libraries that you can access. And they don't hit you up for a subscription. There are no fees, and they won't make you register to download the content. We've all been there. You finally find the right file, and you get blocked with a registration pop-up. And you think, thanks for wasting my time. I'll find it somewhere else. RCAT's BIM library is second to none and available in just about any format you need. And the entire BIM library is formatted for the last five versions of Revit. Their CAD detail library has thousands of CAD details. And listen, if you need specs... The RCAT library is the most consistent library you'll find out there. Every single spec is written in the CSI three-part format, which is a must, of course. There's so much more on their site, too like catalogs, videos, and Spec Wizard. Just go to rcat.com or download their app to check it all out. It's a great free resource that you don't have to register to use. So check it out. rcat.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. We're also sponsored by BQE Software and their new product, Core. So what is Core? Core revolutionizes the way architects manage projects, time and expenses, billing, and accounting. It's project accounting software that's actually fun to use. It's made by BQE, the company behind ArchiOffice, so you know it's going to help you manage your office more effectively and efficiently. Core saves you time while giving you the visibility, flexibility, and power you need to grow your firm. You can use Core to work from anywhere, seamlessly collaborate, and gain transformative insights with Core's groundbreaking platform. Now, who wouldn't want that? Want to learn more? Of course you do! Find out all about BQE Core and get a free trial at bqe.com forward slash core. Welcome to Archispeak, the podcast that talks about what it's like to work in the profession of architecture. Welcome to episode 124 of the Archispeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. All right, well, this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about something called Monterey Design Conference, which is coming up on October 13th through the 15th, just next month here. And Archispeak's actually been there once before, and so we'll have a link in our show notes to the episode where we talked about that show previously. But for this year... We actually invited the person who's kind of in charge of things there. And Evan, who's that uh, do we have on the line here this time? All right. So we've got Anne Fougeron, FAIA, joining us on the podcast, and she's chairing this year's MDC 2017. Thanks for joining us, Anne. Great. Thanks for having me. Could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself before we start actually getting into what MDC is? Sure. I am an architect in San Francisco. I have my own firm, and we do sort of smaller office of about 15 people. We do a lot of different work in the city, and I've been involved with the MDC now for, oh, probably, well, eight times or seven times, so about 14 years, and got involved a while back after I actually spoke there as one of these, you know, younger firms. We have what we call these sort of emerging talent. I was one of those and came to the conference, loved it, and decided I wanted to be involved 
and helping to organize it and stuff. So I've been sort of part of the group for a while now. It's it's, it's an amazing conference. I mean, we mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it a couple of years ago on the show when Alice was chairing it. And it's just one of those things that reminds you when you go of why you went into this profession in the first place. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's really the way we try to organize it more and more so as the years have gone by. And it's the conference has been going on for decades now. We've more and more taken into the realm of just being a pure sort of design conference where we just try to get incredibly good architects and also people outside of the architectural world to just talk about what they're passionate about. And so I think for us who every day work hard, struggle, and with the realities of everyday life and stuff like that, just to be able to have three days to be with other people who love the same things that you do, which are mainly buildings and want to talk about them, it's just an, it's, it's kind of like a little retreat, right? Yeah. A couple of years ago, I mean, the lineup was incredible. Mm-hmm. Carme was, was, had an amazing talk. Yes. I mean, great. there was just so many great things that came out of it. So a great springboard for this year. And so maybe you can talk a little bit about what it's like to be the chair of MDC and how you pick a lineup. And then I'm going to let the other guys ask questions too here. Absolutely. So, you know, I got involved with the conference at the beginning a while back because when I went, I thought it was fantastic, but the core group was a little bit more limited, sort of kind of white males. Sorry, guys, but you know what? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, how, you know how that is. Anyway, yep. so, and I felt that there were a lot of other people out there that we could bring forth. And also, I am originally from France, so I had a lot of contacts there. So the thing that we've been trying to do over the years is just have these incredible speakers, but also kind of reach out into the broad diversity of what architecture is about and design is about. So I think that that's why that hits so many different notes, because every time you go... We've canvassed a world of people who will come, and it's not always easy to get them. It's kind of out of the way, and we don't pay people to come. So you have to kind of get a lot of enthusiasm going. But that broad reach, I think, just presents what what's so special about architecture, which is that it's a very diverse field, right, in a way. I mean, there are a lot of people doing a lot of work in a lot of different places, and that work is not all the same. And for us to be able to see that live... I think is really the joy of being at that conference. So that's what we're doing and that's what we keep doing. And it kind of builds on itself. And that's the great thing about the conference is once you get a couple of really good people, then they have friends and those friends want to come and you kind of build up on, on that reputation. So that's what it's been around. So for us every single year, and I've been pretty involved. I mean, I'm always on the committee. I'm not always the chair, but I've always been involved in sort of the recruiting the speakers. And for me, that's a great thing because I'm constantly meeting new people, trying to find new people that I think will really kind of complement what we're trying to do. Hey, Anna, I'm curious, how do you go about booking some of these speakers and, and reaching out to them and getting them to come to this uh, out-of-the-way place, as you say? Bribery. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it works. It's, the thing that's really interesting is that I, architects really, in a way, are very altruistic, if you could plug into that. So... A lot of it is just calling and, and finding people that you really like and then asking them. And if they can't do it, then asking them if they know anybody. So it is nothing more than contacts and having enough contacts and being willing to sort of reach out. There are certain architects that we've tried repeatedly to get that we will never get because they just won't come. 
name them. Well, who are they? <laughs> well, you know, Renzo Piano or yeah. David Ajay or those people, they just won't come. I mean, really? some of them want too much money. Some of them don't want it, just are too busy or, or older and stuff. But then it's, it's interesting how you go into other branches and then those people are so enthusiastic to come. So, I mean, we got Sejima to come, right? Yeah. I mean, after all, she's as famous as those other guys and she was willing to come and she came and she gave an incredible talk. Everybody was mesmerized. That was about four years ago, I think. So in a way, you you never quite know the response you're going to get. So I'm always like, ask, right? Make a phone call. I usually try to find people who know people so that we're not just a random email coming through your mail system and you never know what's going on. But it's amazing how incredibly sort of receptive people are. And as I said, we don't pay them. So it's really, you know, you know, of course, you know, travel and stuff like that, of course, but they don't get an honorarium. They get nothing for coming except the joy of being in a Slomar for two days. And it works mm. because yeah. me being the East Coaster almost felt like I was a poser when I was there um, last time. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, you know, it's a bunch of California guys, you know, it's going to mm. feel like a club yeah. and all this other stuff. It felt amazing. It was very welcoming. Mm. I was sitting around talking to architects that I admire, but you mm. didn't feel like overwhelmed. I remember I was just sitting there and I was chatting. And oh, by the way, I'm Rand Elliott, or by the way, I'm... Right. And it was just amazing to kind of feel the camaraderie and uh, MDC like fosters. And it was, it could have, couldn't have come at a better time. It was, yeah, I was telling these guys that, you know, or these guys know, mm. I was changing firms feeling very uninspired when I was changing the, the firm from where I was working to where I am now. And mm-hmm. I, I went over to MDC right as I started at the new firm and it just completely recharged my batteries, completely just reminded me why I got into the profession as I did. And I just since then have been singing the praises of MDC. I was like, you've got to go, you've got to go, you've got to go. Cause this thing is amazing. I can't explain it. You just got to see it for yourself. Well, I'm glad that that's that you felt that way. Cause I think that that's what we hope that it's like, you know I mean? I mean, even for me, it's that way. I mean, we all frankly get beaten down by everything in life, right? And we all have to make life decisions that are not always easy or job decisions that aren't easy. And I always look forward to those couple of days or three days in October where all of a sudden, like, I get to talk to these people who every day do this incredible work and live it and breathe it and are willing to share it. And I think that that's the great thing about being there is that we always encourage people to stay longer if they can. You know, it's always difficult because some people travel from Japan or, you know, and they're like on their way to 100 other things. And and even if they're there only for a day, they're there, they're willing to talk to you, they're open to anybody coming over and having conversations with them. I mean, I remember one of the first years we went international, we had Natalie DeVries come from NVDRV. I always say it wrong, but I think that that's right. And She was like the nicest person. Like she was so happy to be there, happy to talk to people. She sat for lunch with everybody, had a crowd around her. And it just convinced me that if she could get the right people there and they had the, you know, they understood the importance of this camaraderie, they were just on top of it. It was fantastic. So that's what we've sort of been breeding ever, ever since. So I'm glad you loved it. I think the conference center itself really is set up to enable that to happen. Too. Yeah, that helps. Too. I mean, the, the group dining hall, you've got Odile Deck sitting at a table in the, in the dining hall or in the, at the fireside chat, and you can just go and have a glass of wine and go talk to her. Or, and, and I think it really is the setting of the conference that 
lowers everybody's guard and makes it, an, you know, I hate to say that, it's just a non-pretentious thing. It's like, we're all just here. We're all getting inspired. We're all here for the same reason. And that, that camaraderie is huge part of this conference. And that's what makes it so different from other kinds of conferences that are out there. I totally agree. And I think, you know, we've, we talk constantly about, is a Sillamore the right place? Because everybody complains about the things about a Sillamore. I mean, it is a little bit like camping. The food isn't very good. You know what I mean? And all, all these things as us Californians would prefer. But every single time we think <laughs> about changing, we go, but there's just no way we could ever find a place where you would feel that relaxed. It's kind of unpretentious. It feels so easy to meet other people, and so we always back yeah. off from ever going anywhere else. It has a limited amount of people that we can accept, which is fine as far as I'm concerned, because one of the great things about the conference is that it is intimate. It's, it doesn't need to be a TED Talk with thousands of people running around. So, yeah, all those things, and I think you're right. And so who knows how it all winds up working out that way, right? It's a kind of stroke of luck at many different levels, yeah. but... It's magic. We don't yeah. want to change anything. So, you know, we're, we're not moving away from a Silomar anytime soon because that place just works for us. It's really perfect. And it is Julia Morgan to some extent in some places. So it has its moments about that too, which is inspiring also. So that's nice. Yeah. It, it makes it a destination. Yeah. yeah. Why is this only every two years? It is a lot of work to organize. <laughs> we okay. on the committee do it for nothing. You know You know how the AIA works, right? You know, it gets you on a committee. It doesn't give you any credit. It doesn't give you any money. It doesn't give you anything. It just assumes that you will work on it. And it's just hard to get really good speakers. It would be impossible to do every year. We'd have to either have less speakers or something like that. So I think in the end, to be able to maintain the quality and to not feel totally burned out. I mean, frankly, like this time, you know, the conference is a month away and I'm kind of burned out, right? And I'm thinking, I'm never going to do this again. And I always do this. Yeah. And then a year later, I'm like, okay, let's get started. So <laughs> I, I just think it just works that way. I, and unless you had a professional group, which the AIA is professional, but they do not have the capacity to recruit the speakers that are needed for this conference, nor do they have the mm. kind of knowledge or base to do it, right? I mean, so, yeah, I think that that's really it. It just, that's as well as we can do every two years. So this year, let's talk a little bit about the lineup. Sure. Who are you most excited about? And I, and I know playing favorites here, but 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 then who's the sl- who's your favorite child? Who's the sleeper in the in the group? Oh, so that's so interesting that you mentioned that. Okay, so first of all, I know most of all these speakers, so I can't say anything bad about him. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Ann? I mean, you get to pick one favorite today, and then so you can pick another I one. I love tomorrow. we got as a tribal elder, uh, Jerry Cavanaugh is an incredible designer. She is. You know, she's a woman, first of all. So I, I have to say that this year we have struck out on the woman end really well. We've got a lot of women representing incredibly strong firms, which I love. I think this is great that we have all these people. Anyway, Jerry is in her mid-80s. She's been a designer forever. She used to babysit for Sarah Nan's kids, which is great because we're having a Sarah wow. Nan film. I mean, she is a kind of graphic designer, product designer, fabric designer. I mean, she's done everything. Worked for Frank Geary, shared studio space with him. She's, I think, in a way, very well known in the design community, but not so well known outside. So I'm delighted to have her. We love it when we can get these tribal elders, as we call them, these people who really 
are, you know, kind of getting on in years and they can still come and still speak and are still very vibrant. So really looking forward to having her. She lives in Memphis, Tennessee. She's lived there her whole life. So fantastic. Is that going to be like a Q&A style? Like no, with- she's actually going to speak, I think, and then probably do a little bit of a Q&A. So we have Reed Kraloff is coming again this year to be our MC. He's fantastic because he's really yeah. fast on his feet and finds a way to kind of keep everybody going and to weave all these themes. So that's nice. Who else? We've got a couple of French people. Hey, can't go wrong with a French. I say. <laughs> I was like, so hmm, sounds Jacob, like you're playing favorites. No, no, not at all. But you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I am exactly. Yeah, no, I do play favorites. What are you talking about? But um, Dominique Jacob should be really quite good. Jacob McFarlane, their French firm, they do some very innovative work. Oh yeah, looking forward to seeing them. Fujimoto, fantastic from Japan. We we have a good lineup from Japan. We actually share the Japanese. Speakers with UCLA, which until very okay. recently had Hitoshi Abe as their dean. So that was a kind of camaraderie that we'd set up. So he'd get people, we'd get people, and they could come for two for one. So I'm really looking forward to him. But hey, I don't know. I mean, they're all great. Julie Eisenberg is fantastic. I, it's, it's a really good lineup. Yeah. I think we have a great diversity. Alberto Kalash should be really good. And then finally, Dorte Mandrup, who's from Denmark, woman architect again, has her own firm does absolutely stellar work, better and better all the time, and is quite vocal about what it means to be an architect and what it means to be a woman. So I'm hoping we engage her in some pretty pithy dialogue about that. Nice. That should be good, yeah. So, um, it's, and again, we, we, you know, we really do try to be pretty broad in our reach. I mean, we can't always include everything in anyone because you know, people say no. I mean, we have to admit that we're... Yeah. But I think in this case, we've gotten enough people for enough parts of the world that it should be interesting to hear the dialogue about where architecture is at in this time and age in these different countries and see what people are thinking. It, it's even a little more diverse than that, right? You've got, you've got some artists. Yes. You've got Jimenez Lai. You've got Ed Fella. So right. tell, tell me about like what the infusion of that kind of aspect to this whole conference is about. No, absolutely. So we always have so we love, you know, titles because we're architects. What can I say? Um, so we always have somebody that we call out of the box. And so we're always looking for someone who has some great design influence but isn't necessarily an architect. So Ed Fellow is the one that came up this year. It's really important for us to be reminded at all times, I mean, whether we're architects or anything else, writers or creative people, that, that the creative field is the creative field, right? And that you work within that and people do it at many different levels. I mean, even within architecture, right? So we are always looking for somebody who can present their absolute passion for whatever creative field is theirs and sort of somehow infuse it back and sort of kind of give us back, show us what our passion is about too, right? So I think that that's what that's always about. And it works out really well. Usually these people are often, nobody really knows what they're going to be like. A lot of us haven't heard them speak before and they often turn out to be kind of the highlight of the conference because they have this just great dimension to them. Pay White was amazing yes, last time. Absolutely, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, so there's yeah. always, and it's usually people that you aren't in your domain and you haven't listened to them on talks right. because you just don't know who they really are. So, yeah, it's really good. Great. What are some of the other events beyond just the featured speakers? So, there's so much stuff going on, it'll make your head dance. So, you know, of course, everybody comes to hear the speakers and they also come to get their credits. So we have all these sort of, you know, architectural CES credits that we need all to be state licensed architects. So those are part of it. And those happen concurrently with the lectures. So the great thing is that 
you go to one lecture, you need to get a couple of credits, you do that, you go back to another lecture. I mean, we try to keep it so that people do not feel like they have to sit in the room for 14 hours and getting kind of numb, that you really need to go and hear what you need to hear, and then if you need to walk outside, you do that. And then, so that's really the main events, is the sort of kind of architectural credit stuff for the AIA, for the, I mean, for your accreditation. And then lectures, and then, of course, there's all the social stuff that happens around it. So there's, you know, movies and get-togethers outside and dinners and after-dinner drinks and all that stuff that's a big part of it. So it's like a, I guess it's like glamping. Is that what it's like? <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about this before, first. but actually it's just like that, isn't it? Except we started it first, and let's remember that, right? Exactly. So, so, so the idea is that there's a vast network of things to do, and there's also a vast network of things not to do. People love going to the beach, walking around. Yeah. And I think some of the best conversations you have, which you guys have all mentioned, is just the conversations you have outside of anything, right? You're outside lecture hall. You start to talk to one of the great speakers. You just engage in this great conversation. So we try to leave time for that. I think one of the things that makes it great doing it every two years is getting back together and seeing people that you only see every two years. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this basically is the like the story of our podcast, too. I mean, we will be together again for the first time in like a year and a half, two years. And mm. and that's just part of it. I mean, there's there's people who work in different firms all over the, the state and even the country. I mean, we've got listeners actually who are coming from Colorado and Texas. And I mean, it's because because we've talked, we've hyped up this thing so much. Right. But because of the meaning that I think it brings to everybody, and the and these relationships that have been established, and so I, I think that's that's a, a part that we should not skip when talking about this. Is it's one of these places where it's small enough where you don't get lost in the crowd. You can see people. You can make eye contact. You can have conversations. You can have drinks together. You can have these amazing conversations after these amazing lectures and and it really does reinvigorate and inspire us and our like to the root of our soul to go back and make a difference in architecture mm. and we, there are not very many things that can actually do that to us anymore i mean the aia convention is not that right right that it's completely different and i mean what other opportunities do we really have mm. that are not just something we're doing on our own to to make that happen this is really one of those kind of just chance things that comes every two years and it and it does so much for the architectural soul well i mean we should just have you on our uh, website just talking about this no i mean you know i i can't agree with you more and this is why i stay involved i mean i think that it's not the ai convention luckily i mean let's be frank i mean you know the AI convention does other does other things i think that you know, I was just talking about this with Reed Karloff because he's coming into MC and he was saying, I love it. And he, he again, he's coming like he's just coming to come. He's just coming to MC. He's coming because he loves the conference, because he loves seeing all yeah. these people. And he was talking about the intimacy and the small scale and how it's not like a TED talk. I mean, all these things that we constantly talk about. And I think it's really important to remember that. I think the other thing that's great for the architectural community is that for us, it brings together mostly North and South California. I mean, we're always trying to get people to come from other states, and frankly, if they want to come, they're totally welcome. But it's great for me to see all my friends from Southern California. The same for them. I mean, it's, it's this one opportunity for all of us to get together and, and talk about design and be there all together 
which really there's no other place for us to do that, right, ever. I mean, there's no other event. So this is the one event every two years, unless we see each other for dinners or something like that in a much smaller group, to really kind of get back to the roots of, of why we all do this, right? So I agree with you. I mean, it's just really soul I mean, it just satisfies the soul in ways that very few things do. You know, we all need that, right? It's like a big jolt of vitamin something. Yeah, in yeah, the arm. Totally. Yeah, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> vitamin A. Uh, I was going to go with vitamin D. Yeah, vitamin uh. A, B, C, D, whatever you need, right? It's just amazing. And I think that I find that as architecture gets more complicated and more complex and things just get more difficult, that jolt is really essential to kind of keeping your sanity, so... So if somebody wanted to attend, how can they still yes. attend and how do they do so that? So they go on the MDC website and they sign up. I think there is no places to stay on at the SLMR anymore, but there are hotels around there. But you can still buy tickets to just go to the conference. So I would highly recommend you do that. And, you know, just MGC2017.com. I think it's on the AIACC.org website, but it has all these links. And just sign up still. Yes, absolutely. We've kept it open. This year, we have the whole grounds to ourselves because it was so popular two years ago that we're able to do that, which is great. I like it better when we don't have to share it with another group because it makes it less confusing for everyone. And there's just more room for us. Hey, you know, us architects, we need more room. (laughs) But it works out really well. And so there are still seats to be had. So I I would absolutely recommend that anybody who's interested should sign up, even if it's at the last minute, and then just find some place to stay. There's a lot of places around a Salomar to stay, so it's not like there aren't a lot of available other accommodations, but yeah. the Salomar itself sold out months ago. So, And even if you have to drive a little ways, it's not a bad drive. I mean, it's beautiful God, it's, to, to look around. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing is that, I mean, you go there, go for walks, go to the beach, drive down to Big Sur. I mean, there's just, you can't go wrong, right? I mean, the place is so fantastic just in terms of the natural landscape. And I think that in itself is part of the joy of being there is just to kind of enjoy that whole kind of California outdoor stuff, which we like. Yeah, I don't think that there has been a bad weather day in the last three or four times that I've been. I mean, it just it just works out to be perfect. And Monterey's not really known for amazing weather. It's usually known for a little dreary weather. And, and I have never experienced that there. I mean, just I'm a, I hope the street continues. <laughs> yeah, well, so I've been there, so it's been really cold. So I'm just recommending, don't say that too much because it'll just bring a sweater. Yeah. Okay? Because we've been there a few times. <laughs> Probably just like, ruined yeah, it. We're like wrapped up and bundled up and stuff like that. But recently the weather's been unbelievable. But it's charming no matter what. We start fires on the beach or right there. So, you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, but yes, it, when the weather's nice, it's that much easier to, to kind of deal with. No doubt about it. Great. Well, we will all be there. We can't wait to to see you in person. And Yeah, it'd be great to meet you guys. Absolutely. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll find a... T- Time to have a little drink somewhere and kind of toast the yet another conference, yet another successful conference, hopefully. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, taking the time to talk about MDC. And we hope that it inspires some of our listeners to get inspired to want to join in. I know that we've already, like I said, got a couple going. And so if anybody's listening and they're going to be going, let us know as well. And so that we can we can stop and say hi and get together and and do all the things that we're supposed to do. Thanks again. Yeah, and thanks for putting this together. It's great. I mean, we love having you guys help to sort of promote the the conference and having you come too. I I think it's a big part of just making sure that we have the kind of broad reach that we want to have because we're always talking about the next generation, new people to come and 
you know, being a part of this as opposed to us old geezers who are still <laughs> hanging on. So, so I look forward to seeing you there. And hopefully, yeah, anybody who wants to come, tell them to absolutely sign up. Come. It's really easy. And we love having you people there. And Anne, we'll, real quick, we'll, we'll include links to the website and everything in our show notes. But can you just tell people who are listening where they can find out more about you? And, and I, you know, like I, I follow your Instagram. And oh, yeah. um, if you could just if you could just give a little bit of information more about yourself, because I, it's fantastic stuff and we love to, to share. And the name of my firm is of Fougeron Architecture. It's spelled F-O-U-G-E-R-O-N architecture and you can find me there my name is Anne A-N-N-E Fougeron so Fougeron.com is actually our website we started a long time ago so we have sort of simple name and look us up we do a lot of stuff in the Bay Area and I've been involved as I said with the MDC for uh, a, a decade or so now so yeah Absolutely. Look me up. Send me a mail. And you've been traveling a lot this summer. Yes. Oh, God, you know everything. So I'm a big traveler. I always need to get inspired. And part of it is I'm actually looking out for new recruits for the MDC, but I'm also just looking at things I've seen online or people that I've met through the conference. So it was great this summer. I went to Portugal. I went to see Soto de Mora and Siza. It's not so bad. So all good. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. It was tough. But I went to see some stuff from RCR, you know, the guys who just won the Pritzker Prize. They were high on our Mm. list to get this year. And I actually sent them out an invitation. This is an interesting thing. About a month before they got the Pritzker Prize, we almost nailed them. And then Uh. a little bit too much work. And then they had to unfortunately send me this very sweet email saying, just no way we can do this at this point. It's just too crazy. But so, you know, there you go. Maybe two years from now, though. Get them back in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. All right. Thanks, Guy. Thank you. Sure. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Before we go, we'd like to thank our episode sponsors. First, we have RCAT. Check out all the features they offer at ARCAT.com. We're also sponsored by CORE, powered by BQE. CORE revolutionizes the way architects manage projects, time and expenses, billing and accounting. Core saves you time while giving you the visibility, flexibility, and power you need to grow your firm. Learn more and get a free trial at bqe.com forward slash core. Want more ArcaSpeak? Visit ArcaSpeakPodcast.com where you'll find links to our catalog of episodes. And while there, make sure to sign up for our email. By doing so, you'll be notified when an episode goes live and it'll include links to everything we mentioned on that show's episode. To stay in contact between episodes, check out our Facebook page or hit us up on Twitter. You can find links to those accounts all at arcaspeakpodcast.com. Remember to tell a friend and stay subscribed. And thanks for listening, everyone. I join the choir to sing. They're all competing for some other thing. I join the choir to sing. I join the choir to sing They're all competing for some other thing I join the choir to sing Join the choir to sing
Run 